Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Keep Getting Better podcast. I'm your host, Molly, and on this podcast, we talk about how you can keep getting better at mindset, marketing, and money so that you can create a life and business that you love. So I know I've been neglecting the podcast for a few weeks now, and that was not my intention, um, but I found that batch recording for podcasts is different from batch creating content for like your Instagram or your email list. So it's something that I'm working on getting better at. But if you have listened to this podcast before, you know that it's super casual. And on today's podcast, we're doing something a little different. So I am doing my first business report where I share like what I've learned, um, the mistakes I've made, and also the numbers of my business. And I've always wanted to do one of these, but I just never got around to it. So here we are. I tried writing some notes down so that it sounds a bit more structured. And so I don't like go off on my own little tangents. Um, but it's not completely like laid out. And so I probably will go off on my little tangents, just a fair warning. Um, but at least you'll know that I'm speaking in real time, right? So I wanted to do this podcast episode today because I feel like in this space we're in, we often see, you know, this image of how other people's business are. And we feel like we're supposed to be doing more, um, always working and, you know, we feel like we have to keep up with the Genesis basically, right? And we feel like we should be doing this and we should be doing that. And quarter one has taught me to really step into how I want my business to look and also how I want my life to look and building a business that supports the lifestyle that I want to have and continue having. And so that's really why I wanted to do this business report to show you where I am in my business and to help maybe you think about like where you want your business to be and things like that. Um, Also, I realized I never applied my pot filter. Um, So hopefully this audio sounds okay, but let's dive into today's podcast. So I wanted to share the numbers with you because I think that another thing that happens in our industry is we always talk about the income months, but we never talk about like the expenses or the net income, which is like what your income is after you deduct or subtract the expenses from your gross income, right? Which is your total income. And we also don't like talk about taxes. And I feel like sometimes we paint this picture of like, oh, 20K months, 50K months, but then no one really wants to, um, everyone wants to pretend that like expenses don't exist. And so they're selling this idea of hitting 10K months, hitting 20K months, hitting these months, but no one not no one, I'm, there are people out there that talk about it, but most people don't talk about like the high expenses that they have or the team expenses that they have. So I just wanted to like talk about that really quick. So my numbers, I'm just giving you like a general overview, but my gross income for quarter one was 28,000. Um, so my bookkeeper said that sales are about up about like 17% from last year for me. My expenses were like um, eighty seven hundred, so that averages like what less than three k a month. It will probably be less in quarter two, just because I've let go of some expenses, or it might end up being more because I am thinking about now outsourcing other things in my business. But I ended up downsizing my expenses in the middle of quarter one because. I was struggling with something in my personal life and I was like struggling 
emotionally, mentally, which I will talk about later on in this episode. But yeah, so those are my expenses. So then my net income for the quarter was um, like $400 short of 20K. So it was like 19685 Um, And so my estimated taxes, my bookkeeper said to put in like 5000 And then my accountant suggested putting down 4000 instead. So I met them in the middle and I was like, I'll um, do 4500 for... Uh, quarter one. So then my take home from that would be, I think it would be like 15, 15 K, maybe 14 K. So that averages to like what, four to five K take home per month. Um, So yeah, those are like what my numbers look like for quarter one, which to be honest, I'm really happy with because quarter one was probably one of the toughest months for me for a while now, like emotionally and mentally, um, which like I said, I'll talk a little bit about um, later on in this episode. But I also wanted to talk about what I sold because you guys are probably wondering, okay, how does that break down? And I'm going to be completely transparent. Um, I'm not like the most super analytical person. I don't like deep dive into my numbers. I don't deep dive into um, the breakdown of it. Maybe at some point I will, maybe at some point I'll, I'll outsource it. But for me, I've realized that um, I like looking at the bird's eye view and that has worked out pretty well for me, I would think. So that's kind of where I'm at in terms of like how I like to run things in my business. So there were a couple of things I sold in quarter one. Um, the first one being Clubhouse Icons. A lot of you purchased it. I think you purchased it, purchased it. Um, it was a crash course that did really well because I felt like I got in early on Clubhouse. Like when I got on Clubhouse, I noticed that there were a good amount of people on there, but I looked at everyone's bio and some people had like bios, some people didn't have bios. So that told me that they were on Clubhouse, but maybe they weren't like utilizing it yet. So um, to be honest, even before I got on Clubhouse, I kind of knew that I would want to create a course because I've created the course on Pinterest, on Instagram. And I was like, well, if I can create courses on both of those, why can't I create a course on Clubhouse, right? Because people want to know how to use a social media platform. Not everyone um, gets marketing instantly. And so something that I've realized this year, I can't believe it took me this long to realize is that as long as you keep solving problems for people, like you're never going to be out of business, right? Because that's essentially what business is. It's solving problems for people and creating solutions for them. And then being able to like market and sell those solutions. And so I created a clubhouse course that went really well. Um, But then something happened, I think either in like January or February, that really shook my confidence and also my trust in people. And so to be honest, like there was a while where I just didn't want to talk to anyone and I didn't want to be on clubhouse. And I said, okay, I'm just going to take a break from clubhouse and my break never really ended. Um, but I am grateful for the time that I spent on Clubhouse because I made a lot of new friends from it, a lot of um, connections, a lot of people that I would have never met otherwise. And so I'm super grateful for my time on Clubhouse. And I, I still think it's a great opportunity for you if you enjoy talking to people, if you enjoy like um, talking to groups of people, especially Or even if you enjoy like the one-on-one Q&A style, I think that's great too. I think when it comes to marketing, it's really taking the time to figure out like what works best for you. 
And that means that you have to test out different platforms, right? So because I know that a lot of us want to be like, okay, let's plan this out. Let's like see if it actually works. But sometimes you just have to do the thing to see if it actually works for you because that's going to give you the best data. That's going to give you the most information that you need is by actually doing the thing. And so I always recommend people to at least try it out and try it out you know, more for like, for at least like a few weeks or a few months, because maybe your first week isn't that great. Maybe your first few days isn't that great. Maybe your first month at it isn't that great, but it's going to get better over time, right? And so you want to give yourself time to get better at something. Um, I also sold like some coaching. It's not something that I really advertised, but I was asked a few times whether I did offer coaching. And so I started talking about it a little bit. I had one really amazing one-on-one client. Um, She launched her course and she also recently launched her own Canva templates. So that's been really amazing. I've also had a few one-on-one intensives people. So I think um, that generated about like four to five K. Well, it definitely generated like four K. So maybe like five and a half, um, somewhere around there. And I love being able to like only take on people that I really enjoy working with because during quarter one, I also said no to a few people who I felt like wouldn't have been a good fit. And it's not that I didn't like them or that I didn't think their business was great. Um, Sometimes it's just like, it's a personality match thing. It's an energy thing. I can tell that maybe I'm not the best fit for them. And I think that's completely okay. And If you had asked me this like three or four years ago, I would have never thought that I would turn someone away because I think three or or four years ago, like I would have worked with anyone, Um, even if that meant like, you know, uh, not respecting my own boundaries and not respecting my own energy. But that has that has been something that I've learned with business and life over time. So that's something else that I sold in my business. Um, I also sold my membership. So I did a five day training. Some of you may have been a part of it. It was a good launch, but personally, I wouldn't say it was a great launch for me. I did generate about 12,000 from it. Um, but then when I think about like how much time and effort I put into it, I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't worth it for me. Um, I am super grateful for like the people that got in when they did. Like you guys know, hopefully you guys know who who you are. They show up to the calls, they're engaged, um, they're creating digital products, they're like growing in their business. And so I don't regret doing the launch. I just felt like I've done past launches that have done way better. And I'm also currently restructuring what the membership will look like going forward in the future. Um, so that was something that I sold and I thought about a lot during quarter one and also like now going into quarter two. Um, and then the last thing that I sold was the course kit. So from my time on Clubhouse, I started talking to a lot of people and I realized that a lot of people wanted to create a course or they were in the middle of creating a course, but they were stuck on this or that step. And I was doing like a lot of Q&A rooms. So I decided to create this course kit, which is basically a roadmap to selling and marketing your course. And okay, to be completely honest, I can't remember if I was originally going to create this for my members and then decided to sell it or if I was going to like, this is something that I was going to sell 
And then I decided to give it to my members. But either way, I was going to give it to my members um, just because I always want to be adding like valuable things into the membership and making sure that they have a great experience inside the membership. I know that a lot of us like buy things and we never use them. And for me, I I genuinely hope that when people buy things for me, that they're using them. Ideally, I would like people to, you know, come back to me, give me feedback, tell me if it has helped them. But even if they don't ever tell me, hopefully they end up using it and they end up like creating a course, creating a digital product, um, creating like their social media graphics and launch graphics because I did recently launch a template shop in quarter two, which I will be talking about in my next business report. Uh, But yeah, those were the four things that I mainly sold in quarter one, clubhouse course, one-on-one coaching and intensives, the membership, and then the course kit. So that's a breakdown of my numbers and my offerings. Um, And then now we're going to move on to lessons. So I think one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in quarter one, and I've learned these lessons before, but I feel like sometimes we just need to learn the lessons again, or we get to the point where we know the lessons, but we finally get to the point of where we accept them. Does that make sense? Or is that just me? Um, I feel like that's not just me. But so the first lesson is I really believe in doing what feels good to you because there truly isn't a one size fits all. And I know that goes against like so much of what you see online because everyone's like, follow my exact framework to get to 10K months, 20K months to get to like, you know, whatever, four hour work weeks. Um, And I see so many people like, do program after program and trying to follow someone else's framework after framework and trying to do it exactly like them. And it's not working out for them because they're trying to fit into someone else's box. Right. And I don't think that you have to force yourself to follow someone else's exact framework to succeed. And I used to be that person as well. Like I would switch from idea to idea, to program, to course, to like someone else's idea. And I feel like after what had happened in quarter one, like that was when I was finally like, no, I don't need to follow someone else's framework. I need to like really trust myself, really trust what I'm doing. I'm going to make mistakes along the way, but I'm also going to learn and grow, grow from it. And so even when I give people my framework, I always tell them like, make this your own, um, take the like framework of it, but then tweak it to make sure that it makes sense for you, your business, your goals, your priorities, your offerings, your lifestyle, et cetera, right? So I don't want someone to ever feel like they have to follow my exact framework, do exactly what I do to have the business they want. Like you should um, create the business that you want that works for your lifestyle. Cause that was like one of the major lessons that I finally accepted um hopefully yeah so that's one of them um and the the other thing that I also want to say along with that is you set the intention but you have to follow through with the action right because I see a lot of people like um want to manifest things but with that you have to actually take the action to make sure that your because things are just going to happen on their own, right? You have to make them happen. Like you have to actually do the steps. No one's going to join your email list just because you're like, I want to increase my email list following. No, you have to um, give people a reason to join your email list. You have to talk about your email list. You have to let people know like that you have an email list, what value they're going to get from it, 
why they should join your email list, etc. So that is like goes along with lesson one, I guess. Um, lesson number two is that sometimes things don't work out and that's okay. Sometimes, you know, things don't go as planned and that's okay. Um, sometimes you need a break from everything and that's also okay. There are different seasons to life and entrepreneurship. And I've said this for a while. And quarter one showed me that I really can't be on all the time because that often leads to burnout. I've seen many friends in the industry like burnout. I've burnt out myself a lot of times. I feel like I finally stopped burning out as much um, mid last year, but I can also tell that there were a few times when I almost like pushed myself to like where I shouldn't have pushed myself, where I should have just taken a break. And I think quarter one, like I kind of really slowed down because I just honestly couldn't focus and couldn't concentrate. Um, And the lesson here is that you really have to be kind to yourself because business is a journey, right? Like it's not going to happen overnight. And even though we see these messages of like, I reached um, like six figures in six months or, um, you know, they have this like basically rocks to riches story. Often it does not happen like that. And so it's really important to give yourself that grace and give yourself like permission to take your time and permission to take breaks, and permission if, like, um, not permission, but it's okay if your journey does not look like someone else's. So, for example, a lot of people in the industry sell high ticket. They talk about selling high ticket instead of low ticket. They could talk about scaling. And for me, I've just come to a point in my business where I've realized that I really enjoy selling low ticket. Um, for me, that's easy. If like a flows, I also do sell high ticket, but I've realized that it has worked out for me so well. So why would I want to break it? Right. And there are other people in the industry that are like, create one program, scale that, make that your signature program. And I've realized that for my personality and how I like to do things and how my brain works and what actually brings me joy, I like creating different things. I like creating different solutions. Um, to problems that people are having. I like problem solving. And so maybe maybe my business is not as scalable as it could be, but I actually enjoy doing the things in my business. And I've been in situations before where, yeah, I was making a lot of money, but I was not enjoying my business. And I know that when you're not making a lot of money, it seems like that is the most important. That's the only, not the most important. That's like the only thing that matters. And for me personally, I know that like you can have a lot of money and you can make a lot of money, but not if it's not bringing you joy, then for me, it's kind of like, well, what's the point? And so I've realized that I really like creating low ticket offers. I really like um, being able to offer low ticket offers and products. And if people do want to work with me on a high touch point, they are able to do that as well. But most of my stuff is lower ticket and that's what works for me. So I don't know if that was like lesson two or lesson three, but um, that was one of the lessons. Uh, The next thing that happened in quarter one was I started going to therapy and it has been like one of the best things that I've ever done 
for myself, I would say, besides starting my business. And I really have to thank my friend for that because she encouraged me to go. And so anyways, um, but one of the things that my therapist and I have been talking a lot about is values and what I value. And I realized that one of my top values is financial independence and especially financial security, um, which is why I love having a digital product business because it does feel secure to me. And um, I've been able to still still sell things today that I've sold like two years ago, right? And so I love being able to create something once and being able to sell it over and over again. And another thing that I really value is, again, that independence, that security, but also that freedom and flexibility. And I love being able to create something and sell it again because I'm not trading my time for money. Whereas when, when you're working with a client, even if it's like a high ticket client, like you work with that client, but then after the project is done, you have to find another client um, to continue bring in the money, right? Whereas with digital products, you can create something sorry, a solution for multiple people. And so multiple people can buy that solution. And, you know, a year from now, two years from now, people can still buy that solution. And so that's also how I decided that digital products are actually really, really aligned with the business and the lifestyle that I want to create, because I do want to be able to help people, but I want to be able to do it on my own time, on my own terms. Um, And I love working, but I also enjoy working, again, on my own time. So if you take anything away from this episode, I really encourage you to take a moment to think about what your own values are and if that's reflective in your life and business. And I think that when she first um, talked about values to me, like I knew they were important, but after a few sessions, I'm like, wow, this is actually really important, not just for like life, but also for business, for the friendships that you have, for the relationships that you have, for like anything that you do, right? For even the, like, if you do um, partnerships, like brand partnerships with other people, or if you decide that you want to do an online summit, like knowing what your values are, these things are really important. And if if um, your values aren't reflected in your life and business, definitely take some time to think about like how you can change that so that they are reflected and they are honored in like what you do and how you show up in not only your business, but also in your life. So after quarter one, I've really realized that I need to prioritize my mental health, emotional health, and self-care. And I always knew that, but I never, I don't think I took as seriously as I should have. Um, so yeah, so that's one of the things, um, sorry, I think there's like, hopefully there's not background noise, but I say this because like I said earlier in the beginning of this episode, this quarter is probably one of the hardest quarters of my life, like not my life, because I've definitely had a harder like seasons in my life. Um, but this was probably one of the hardest quarters of my life since I would say 2018, like mid 2018, emotionally, mentally. Um, I want to say financially, but it was also a really good month financially. But I did struggle a lot with showing up, and something happened where like my confidence was shook, my trust in other people was like thrown off my confidence in myself and my um, ability to 
know whether or not to want to trust other people is also thrown off. So my intuition, like all of that just, and I've realized that it's really hard to show up for my business when I'm in that space. And so I think that's also why like digital products, right? It's because you can take that time off um, and still be making more money. Like obviously the business is going to be generating more income when I do show up, but I also like being able to take the time off if I need it. And so, yeah, it took me like way, way, way longer than it should have to realize this, but self-care and mental health are both so important when it comes to your business and also just life. Because like I said in the beginning, or not the beginning, but earlier of this episode, I know so many people who have burnt out and I've burnt out as well. And it's just like not fun. Um, I know that a lot of us deal with like comparison and imposter syndrome. And so having like a good um, self-care practice, a good mental health, a good mindset really makes such a huge difference. Um, So like, you know, even if you feel like you're really busy or you feel like you had a, have a lot of things to do on your plate or that you feel like there's, you know, no time for self-care because you have so many things going on, I really encourage you to take the time for yourself anyway because it's so necessary um, and essential. And you also have to figure out like what works work, what works for you, right? Because journaling works for me, but it may not work for you. Meditation works really well for some of my friends, um, but like I'm trying to get into it, but I, I'm not like fully immersed in it. Actually, I'm not even like kind of. Um, so really taking the time to figure out what works for you. Like there's e- ETF tapping, there's doing affirmations. I've started going to the park more. Um, you can, I also like incorporate weekly massages into my life now, which has been super helpful. So even just the act of like taking care of yourself makes such a huge difference. Okay, so last lesson is, and I mean, I'm sure we all know this, but like being yourself and you want to do this because it's going to help you attract the right people into your, into your business and your life. But it will also bring you more peace and alignment because I'll speak from personal experience. Um, I used to be the kind of person who molded herself for other people because I didn't want anyone to dislike me. I didn't want anyone to have like negative feelings or emotions or thoughts about me. Um, And so I was like the person who I thought other people wanted me to be. But that was so exhausting and kind of like energy. Yeah, like energy consuming. I guess that's exhausting. and. I after quarter one, I was like, I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to put on the show for other people, which is what I feel like so often um, we feel like we have to do on social media and Instagram. And I'm telling you right now that the people who are meant to be um, in your life and in your business, like when you show up as yourself, you're going to end up attracting the right people. And I really have to thank my members inside of my membership for helping me come to this realization because this is something that I've always struggled with. And a lot of them, like I've talked to a lot of them and they mentioned that they joined the membership because they like my energy. Um, they liked how I show up online. They like, um, or they shared similar like beliefs and values. And in addition to like the content that I put out, And I think that's why it's so important for us to be ourselves and embrace who we are 
and have our own beliefs, even though it might not be what everyone else in the industry is saying. Like I used to be so insecure about that, where I would see like everyone else saying this one thing and then I would get insecure about my own beliefs and my own thoughts. And then I would question myself. And now I'm just like, no, this is, this is what I believe. And this is how I approach things. And so, you know, not everyone needs to agree with that. For example, I think that digital products are great. I think that selling low ticket offers are great. Some people are like, you know, that's a waste of time. Don't do that. And so I'm going to attract the kind of people who do want to create digital digital products, who do want to learn how to sell low ticket, who um, do want to build a brand and a business and are willing to take their time with it, um, are willing to do the self-awareness work and the inner work and the outer work and, you know, all of that instead of me saying like, oh yeah, this is, um, you should, you know, instead of saying like, oh, you have to do things this way, like, I really want to encourage people to figure out their own way. And if you decide that what I have to offer aligns with what you're looking for, then great. And then if it's not, then that's great too. Because something that I've been saying recently is that I'm no longer in the business and convincing you to, you know, do whatever you, I've always believed this ever since childhood, but you can't change other people like they have to want to change themselves. And so for me, sales has never been about like convincing people to change. I believe that people are, they're going to decide whether or not they want to change because if you force someone to temporarily change what I found, and I think this is why sometimes like group coaching programs and things like that don't work out. It's because in the moment, like it's shifted a little bit but they didn't really make the choice themselves to change. They were, you kind of like convinced them into doing it, but maybe they should have taken more time to actually think through the action. Does that make sense? Hopefully that makes sense. Um, Hopefully you didn't just listen to that and you're like, oh my God, Molly doesn't know what she's talking about. But um, yeah, so hold on. Let me take a look at my notes. Um, Also, another thing I want to say in addition to that is because if you if you spend all of this time and energy into being someone else or being the person that you think others want you to be, you're you're going to have to continue putting up that image of yourself, right? And this was something that I felt like I uh, happened to me before and I just didn't like it. And at some point in my business, I was like, I'm just going to show up as myself. And if people like it, great. If people don't, then there are plenty of people out there. Um, it was just super exhausting to try and keep up with this image. Um, as a recovering perfectionist, like I used to want people to think that I did everything perfectly. And now I'm just like, it's not, not, it's not that I put out, I want to make it clear that it's not that I put out bad quality work out there because I honestly do think that I put out great quality products. I like great quality con- content, um, but perfection doesn't exist right and so it's just never going to be perfect and that's just like what it is and when sorry if there was like an waste there um and when you're like trying to be someone else or trying to be someone that you're not or just saying what the industry is saying but then that's not what you actually think you're also going to attract the wrong people and you're not going to enjoy having them you know in whatever you're offering 
or in your customer base because they're not aligned with what you believe and what your values are because you're trying to be like everyone else. Does that make sense? So my point being like show up as you are and you'll end up attracting the right people into your world. And that's also why I started this podcast is because when you listen to someone's voice rather than reading their captions, it's just a different experience. And so I want people to experience my brand and my business like in a different way for them to really decide whether or not I'm the right person for them. And I've also just changed my approach to marketing and sales. Like I trust that the people who resonate with me will want to work with me, will want to, you know, purchase from me. Um, And if they decide that I'm not the right person for them, that then that's totally okay because I hope that they find a person that is right for them because I also believe that I'm not, you know, I'm not the right person for everyone. And again, that's okay. Um, So yeah, closing thoughts, do what works for you because this is your life, your business. And isn't the reason that we all got into business is because we wanted to do things our own way. So like why, why have we spent so much time trying to fit ourselves into someone else's box? If you want to sell high ticket only, then sell high t- ticket only. If you want to sell a low ticket, sell a low ticket. If you want to have like multiple offerings, do that. If you only want to have like, I don't know, one of the two offerings, do that. Do whatever works for you and makes sense for the business and the lifestyle that you're trying to create for yourself. And also take care of your mental health and emotional health because it's important. And then show up as yourself because that's important too. Um, so now that we've reached to the end of this episode, I also wanted to share a few things and a few offers that I've got going on in my business in case they are a good fit for you. So recently I just launched my new Canva template shop. So if you've ever just said to yourself, but I'm not a designer, I don't understand design, or maybe you do like design, but you feel like it takes you such a long time. Um, it's so funny because when I do my launches, I feel like I always avoid the promotional graphics and the sales graphics because I'm like, they have to be perfect. They have to be like the best thing ever. And it takes me like such a long time. And I'm like, wow, if I know how to do these, how long does that take other people to do them? And so that's why I love creating templates because it really helps you streamline your creation process, your marketing process, your sales. Um, So I have templates for like, if you're trying to create a course, if you're trying to create a digital product, if you're just trying to market your like services or whatever you have going on. So the template shop includes like ebook templates, workbook templates, course templates, et cetera. So if you want to check that out, I'll leave the link to that in the show notes. Um, I'm also going to be opening up doors to the membership. So I don't think I'm going to be doing another launch for a while that may change. I don't know. But if you are interested in joining the, joining the membership, feel free to send me a DM at Molly Hill Studio and I can send you more information about that. So the membership is great for anyone who wants to learn how to create digital products and courses. And then there is my course kit, which is a lower ticket offer. It's $49 or I think it's $47. I think it's $47. Um, it's great for anyone who wants to create a course, but doesn't know like what steps take or they just want to streamline their course creation process. So that's a great way just, just to see how I do things. If you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to like invest in her membership yet. Um, the course kit was created for you. And then if you do want to work with me one-on-one, I do have one-on-one coaching spots open. And I also have like a new hybrid 
package where it's like one-on-one coaching and strategy, but then also like done for you design. So if you want to learn more about that, again, DM me on Instagram um, at Molly Hill Studio. If you have any questions about this, um, yeah, just send me a DM on Instagram. My inbox is always open and I would love to hear from you. I'm also going to be doing a April business report soon. I think that one will be really good. Um, So if you want, make sure to tune into that one. But that's it for today's episode. It ended up being longer than I thought. Hopefully there wasn't any um, background noise because I'm recording from a different place today. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're still here listening to this episode, it would mean so much to me if you took a minute to screenshot your phone. Um, share this episode on your Instagram stories, tag me at Molecule Studio, and I will be sure to reshare on my own stories. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye!